you were Apple and you went to eBay? Um, that, <laughs> that, with that same uh, tenor and everything. Um, and so I think what it comes down to is opportunity. Um, and I don't mean it just from like, hey, it was a good gig, like a good paying gig or anything like that. It was, it was more about um, at Apple, your, your job as a designer is, is really specific and you work on, you know, arguably the best products in the world, right? Like the most sought after, the most eagerly anticipated um, products in the world. And that's really fun. Um, and you, what it means to be a designer there is you, you spend a lot of time sort of polishing the edges of a diamond. Um, like it's a great, great product and you're doing these sort of micro adjustments to make it better. Um, and that's a really, you're still working on the greatest products on the planet, yes. So what, when you say polishing the edges of a diamond, what actually were you working on at Apple? So I was, uh, my role was leading design for the Apple online store, so Apple's e-commerce. Yes, not the App Store, everybody gets confused with the App Store. Definitely not the App Store, but Apple's e-commerce, the store.apple.com. Um, when I started talking to, to the folks at eBay about the opportunity, um, you know, part of it was, oh man, get to sort of revamp this this old market, this sort of internet 1.0 marketplace, um, and redesign the products and all that kind of stuff. And that was all like, okay, well, there's there's other opportunities like that where you get to sort of reimagine um, those products. But I think the thing for me that was most interesting about it was. Um, the cultural change that to, that I was going that was going on at eBay, where um, we were taking um, sort of morphing the DNA of the company from um, sort of a product and P&L sort of place where it was very much focused on delivering um, you know uh, satisfactory business results, which we're still obviously uh, very much uh, doing, but. Um, there was, there was an understanding going on and a change going on around what design meant as a change engine for the culture of the company. Not just making products, but how design can sort of uh, help manifest change within the company. Well, that, that's really interesting. So when you walked in there, you say it's a, it was kind of a 1.0 design. Well, so yeah. So how, how do you make that pivot, actually? Yeah. Well, it's... it's um, it's, well, there's a couple ways you can go about it, and you know, um, you know, you could go in and rip the bandaid off and just say, "Here's the new eBay," right? Like that's the easy that, that's the easy that's the easy thing to to go imagine, um, but it's really really hard to do when you have a big company that's a, a very big and very um, heavily used marketplace, right? Um, these tools that are in, in place for, that have been in place for years for their customers, like, um, and when you take the sort of the selling side of a marketplace, right, you take all of the sellers um, who sell things on eBay. Um, if you change the tools that they they use, that's their that's their livelihood, that's their business. Those tools that you create are, are their way to you know, achieve financial freedom. And so if you went in there and just said, we're going to change everything and rip the Band-Aid off, you'd have a bunch of people who didn't know the tools that they had are no longer there, or, or they look different, or they feel different. So it's very much uh, an interest. It's, it's, it's not just about redesigning it, but it's also um, 
thinking about the product strategy of how you roll out products to a huge, huge user base that rely on your products every single day. Right, and it's not like Apple where you had a product line. Yeah. I mean, eBay yeah. is sort of like anarchy. <laughs> sort of like. Um, is anarchy. <laughs> no, no. It's, it's organized chaos. Um, no, so I think, yeah, I mean, Apple is very much, you know, the, it's it's sort of like a like a like a movie release, right? Like everything works up to the moment, and then ta-da, and then and then, uh, or at least that's how it's perceived. I think um, on the inside of Apple, the way it's kind of different is there are those big moments, but they're they're iterative, right? Like when the iPhone first came out, it was this big new thing, but the iPhone has they've they've slowly iterated on the products over the last seven years, right? It's still a phone. It still has the same basic form factor it has micro adjustments to it that make it better and better and better um, and that's that's in some way analogous to developing and designing software um, and like we do at eBay we're continuing to, to try to refine the experiences we you have that balance of like there are the big ta-da moments and then there are the there are the sort of revision 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 the iterate the iterate the iterate um, experiences that we make um, if that makes sense. So, how do you strategize around redesigning something like eBay so that A, it works for the mm -hmm. user base, yeah. but B, also works for the public yeah. when they go in there and they say, oh, wow, this yeah. looks really cool. Yeah. Or, wow, this looks insane. <laughs> I mean, how, how, do you, yeah. how do you balance that? What's yeah. your strategy uh -huh. for doing that? I think... Um, I would say it's 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 equal an equal weight of intuition um, and um, understanding, right? So we spent a lot of time um, learning about our customers, what their problems are, what what things they need, um, and understanding what will make them successful, as well as just working from our guts. I think that's that's one of the things as designers. Um, we often have to find a balance, and um, it's, it's for us. It's about knowing when we should listen and to ourselves, or when we should listen to to our customers. We're always listening to our customers, but um, you know, it's the old uh, Henry Ford. You know, if I ask them, uh, they get say, "Make me a faster horse, not a car." So we have to try, always try and find that balance of um, when we listen to our customers. How do we listen to our customers? Um, and it's really about building empathy and, and understanding and sort of walking in their shoes um, as opposed to just listening to the problems and trying to make things that, to, to fix the, the, the exact thing that that person is asking for. So what was the biggest thing that you changed when you walked in there and took over the design? Mm. Well, we now have breakfast every day. Yeah, that's not, I, I, and I take no credit for that. That wasn't me. I t I t I'm just kidding. We do have breakfast every day. Um, but uh, I will not take credit for that. Um, so, one of the, the, the biggest changes that um, we put in place, and it's, it's, again, it's sort of a mindset thing. It's not necessarily like you should design differently. It's, we ask ourselves um, all the time um, if we love the things that we make. Um, the first time I was in a design review, with one of our designers, it was right when I started, um, you know, he was putting together, he was presenting a product design that he had been working on, 
Um, and you could tell he wasn't happy with it. He wasn't proud of it. He wasn't, and I, and you could just see it in his body language. And I asked him, you know, do you, do you like this thing that you're making? And he was like, well, the deadline is blah, 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 blah. And, and you know, you, you could feel it. And, and so I said, you know, the next time you come back, why don't you share, us, share with us the thing that you believe in, the thing that you like. Um, and so that's what I've been trying to do and we've been, my leadership team has been trying to do is find a way um, for these teams to create things that are important, that make sense for our customers, make sense for our business, but that they believe in too. Um, and so that's, that's been, it's been a challenge. It's been a challenge. So when I walk onto the eBay site and I want to buy something, mm -hmm. what is the first major thing that I see that you've done? If you uh, went on your iPad and downloaded the, the iPad app, um, the iPad app that launched in December is is basically uh, was created in the time that I've been there. I won't take credit for designing it or anything like that, but we have a, a really talented team of designers working on that. But that definitely is the face of the direction that eBay is going to be moving. And how do you define that? Um, it's trying to find a balance between engagement and utility, I think is a really important uh, aspect of it. Um, the old eBay was very much focused on utility. We're trying to find a way to build engagement into it, so building inspiration into it. If you think about what makes eBay so special is we have the world's stuff. We have anything you can think of just right, right, you know, right, under, the, right under the hood. It's all there. And the typical way that customers would interact with that or find that would be through a search. They'd have something really specific that they'd be looking for, and ta-da, eBay, you can pull it up. But what if you curated that? What if you, what if you not just merchandise, but what if you thought of, what if we had people and algorithms digging into that entire inventory and lifting them up and bringing, presenting them to you? You'd be amazed at the sort of incredible things that live with inside of eBay and how wonderful they are. It's not, you know, uh, the yard sale um, or, or the, you know, um, that everybody has, or the auction site that everybody has in the back of their mind. Um, we, we have incredible inventory, unmatched anywhere, and we're finding new ways to bring that to, bring that to light. Um, personalization is going to be playing a huge part of it um, as we move forward into the next, into the next year. Um, it's one thing to find incredible inventory and present it in, a, in an engaging way, but it's now it's about finding incredible inventory that's personalized to your tastes or to your needs or the things that you're interested in. When you say engaging way, what is your definition of engaging? I think um, it strikes an emotional chord. I think you connect with it. Um, to me, that's the most important part of it. It's something that... Um, you either need or you want or or that makes you that makes you smile um, and it makes a personal connection with you very much so what do you think of as now the future of your design concept in eBay I mean I'm taking it that you're directing a team mm -hmm. and you have an overall overarching vision mm -hmm. of what you would like to see. Uh -huh. Can you share with us a little bit of what that might look like for the future? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think the iPad app that launched is the first glimpse into the direction that eBay will be traveling. 
um, over the next year. Um, we're always going to be trying to strike a chord between engagement and utility. And that will, it's, we design for multiple, multiple screens at once. We design, design for our, our customers and wherever they are. Um, so we're very much taking a multi-screen design approach to, to how, we're, how we're making things. And that's not just having a consistent user experience across all of our platforms, which is a feat in itself, but making sure that the platforms that we're designing for and the context that our customers um, are using our, uh, our, our tools and our applications make sense for that moment. So what you see on a phone may be different that's from what's on a tablet, from what's different on a watch, from what's different on your desktop to what's different in a retail store. Would you say, though, that the concentration is essentially mobile now? Yes. Yes. And, and why is that? Well, I think it's just, it's, it's, it's like, every, like every other medium, um, mobile, e-commerce and mobile are in, in, inherently connected. I think that they're just, they're just built into each other. Um, they're much more personal. They're much, it's a much more personal device. Um, and it's a much more personal interact, way to interact with, with uh, our experiences. So you're not envisioning people like sitting at their desk at night and you know <laughs> typing in stuff in the search engine and having these things come up on their computer screen. You're envisioning more the fact that people are out and about looking for yeah. things and, and what all. And and I would say that mobile and when I I wouldn't I wouldn't classify mobile as just out and about. Uh, I think you know couch commerce is uh, you know to throw the buzzword of two years ago out there. Um, you know how often am I laying in bed looking at my phone versus wandering around at a conference? You know walking into telephone poles because uh, I'm just staring at it. Like it's it's everywhere and it's it's not just the fact that you're away from your desk. Um, and so we're we're actively designing for those for those moments and those experiences. I take it you went to design school. I did. Okay. So now you're in this completely different world from design school. Mm -hmm. How did you kind of merge the two together? You, know, you were taught design principles mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. so forth. And now you're in a completely different world. How does that sort of come together in your mind yeah. as you decide to you know, implement a certain plan uh -huh. or a certain strategy with this website yeah. or not. Yeah. Um, school was a long time ago. Um, it was a really long time ago. Well, yeah, but I think, you know, I went to journalism school. Yeah. And, you know, I guess whatever was yeah. was taught to me there uh -huh. kind of sticks in my mind in yeah. perpetuity. I, and so I'm wondering, you know, from the design aspect of yeah. it, I know designers are taught some really, you know, yeah. basic principles yeah. and you know, how that relates to what you do today, or yeah. if, it, if it does at all. I mean, the principles never change, right? Like, they adapt, like everybody does, right? They adapt with the medium, they adapt with the technology. But the, the, the principles of the, the, the discipline of design, I don't think, change. Um, and I think one of the most fundamental examples of that is problem solving. Like, design is inherently uh, a problem-solving skill, and, and we're, one of the things that we're, we spend a lot of time at, with, at eBay, is, um, you know, to throw another buzz term out there, design thinking. Um, and design thinking is merely just a way that designers solve problems. Um, but we're, and we're, but it's not just designers that can use this way of thinking. 
um, and a way of solving problems. So we're actually, I spent a lot of time going back to those sort of fundamental design discipline um, for problem solving, and I had a conversation two days ago about it with a product manager and a technologist, not, and uh, presented it uh, internally to our entire director level, um, director and above um, teams about what design thinking is and, and how it works. So to me, it's, it's still there, it's still front and center, pro solving, pro solving problems um, through, the, through the lens of, of how a designer thinks is still, still front and center, hasn't changed. Your panel is entitled, How We Shop, the Presentation of Curation. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> Some PR person put that together. I don't even know, I don't even know what that was. Um, so I think, you well, what know. What does it mean to you? Yeah. Um, I think we're, we're going to, one of the things that we'll talk about is um, the past, present, and future of curation. And like, what what does curation mean? That's a big buzzword these days. Yeah, I'm hearing yeah. it everywhere. Yeah, yeah. How does it relate though to what you know, the whole e-commerce experience? Well, for for e-commerce, I mean, it, it sort of goes back to what we were talking about a few minutes ago. How do you uncover and present and engage um, customers? How do you un uncover and uh, and present? things that make sense and engage with our customers, right? Like, again, you think about the inventory of eBay. How do you present that, right, besides just a search result? Like, how do you make that into something that you or me or whatever can interact with it in a meaningful way? Um, and it goes beyond, there's another, I think, uh, thing that we'll talk about tomorrow around the difference between merchandising and curation. You know, merchandising is the thing that has been around forever, right? Like, um, the Macy's window in, in, you know, that that's merchandising, right? Um, it's about how you organize these these little groups of, 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 of content and product. And curation is about, especially as we move forward, is about finding ways to bring things to light that are not just product experiences. They could be, uh, they could be experiences like this. You know, if you think about what South by, South by Southwest, it's a curated set of content that gets presented to you in a meaningful way. If you look at all the sort of, like, the, the, the Nat Geo um, ice, uh, what's it like to live uh, in, in the cold, like, that's, that's a curated experience. Um, and so we'll be spending time talking about um, what curation is versus, versus merchandising. As a designer, what is the most inspirational thing you think about now? Oh, man. <laughs> Not being in front of a computer. Um, what is the most inspirational thing that I think of? I think, to me, um, when, I, when I think about the future of all the things that we're doing um, and how the simplicity of sort of these one-touch experiences, something like Uber, right? Um, where I just, it's super tactical, but it is joyful. And it's a one, I, I open it, I tap once, and I've got the thing I need. And it's a marketplace, just like eBay. It, it is connecting a driver with me. And so you think about the, the future of personalization, when, when, and you think about the, the, the future of commerce, and you think about the, the use of these sort of one-button experiences, these sort of one-touch experiences, you combine all of those things and you get this really, really powerful um, 
very, very personal experience that is presenting um, a whole new way to look at how people interact with, with retail. And finally, can you give me any final thoughts about this whole experience for you? Um, the thing about my experience at eBay, um, the thing that I take away from it the most is it is an incredibly powerful business concept of being a marketplace where you're connecting buyers and sellers. Um, and there is such a huge opportunity to reinvent and reimagine how a marketplace can, can work. Um, and so we have a, there's a lot of challenges, there's a lot of headwinds, there's a lot of competition. Um, but for me, uh, it's been incredibly exciting for design to be a leading uh, force in sort of driving the change with inside of eBay for, and for our customers. Dave Lippin, thank you so much. Thank you. Creative Director at eBay. Thank you. <laughs>